Venturesome is a business online radio with weekly programs focused on the 21st century's entrepreneurs who are daring, innovative, broke, smart, ambitious, and building tomorrow's brands and businesses regardless of the risk. Their complicated lives, love life, sex, and situationships wherever in the world you find themselves venturesome radio will engage experts thriving entrepreneurs and even consumers in life-changing and exclusive business conversation on how to build start grow and earn with your business the way you've never heard before join the show every friday at 5 p.m gmt thanks for joining me for another episode of the Venturesome Radio. I'm glad to say this 11th episode, it feels like a new beginning. I mean, so last week, um, I talked about some new distinct programs on Venturesome Radio to make our show more dynamic and cut across every entrepreneur and business owner that listens to us. So guess what? Today... I'm introducing the first episode of the Business of Doing Business show on Venturesome Radio. I know you're loving the sound of that already. Um, so if you missed that episode where I talked about some of our new shows, um, you can also go back to listen to our 10th episode on any platform where you listen to your podcast or where you get your Venturesome episodes. You are listening to The Ventures on Radio, everything business. So, welcome to the business of doing business show on Ventures on Radio. My name is Harmony and I am your host. So, okay, so briefly, on the business of doing business, we have like an exclusive, more like a masterclass, you know, where we discuss results, driven business solutions, and strategic know-how of running a business. So you see, not everyone will get it on their first try, and not all will also get it at the top or stay at the top forever. So it's it's almost like a continuous, effortful, steady growth, and not so um, pleasant journey. And we, we at Reventuresome Radio, are ready to go on that ride with you. I mean, through all the phases of your business journey. So straight into today's episode of the business of doing business on Venturesome Radio, we are discussing branding. I mean, like I'm used to saying Venturesome Radio, Venturesome Radio. So I'm kind of missing up uh, the new show called The Business of Doing Business on Venturesome Radio. I mean, okay, so... I'm sure I'll get used to it. So we are discussing branding today on the Business of Doing Business show. So pro-branding that pays. First questions first. I mean, how much is your brand worth? How much is your brand attracting? Let's talk about some money here because I love money. You know, so a well-crafted brand brings in some good money. Definitely. You know, everything beautiful, everything well-designed, everything um, that communicates well will surely attract good stuff. And good stuff 
a good clients, a good money, good pays, you know, good customers, and all that. Um, so let's get into the conversation. We know now that branding has never, ever been the same, like never been more critical and more purpose-led. Like the 21st uh, century brands are building highly successful and very powerful corporate identities that are everything. I mean, everything many companies can't compete with. Um, so when I say 21st brand, I'm talking about um, the millennial brands like uh, we are in the new generation. I mean, we are in a new century. So the old things are passed away <laughs> and new things have come. I mean, if, if you're a Christian, I'm sure you're very familiar with that scripture. So that's what I mean by the 21st century brands. Um, so prestigious brands aren't simply just logos. I mean, I've been saying that, like uh, new startups and SMEs just um, having nice logos and colors and, and then that is all. I mean, they are not branding, like real branding isn't just simply logos, colors, and designs. You know, they speak volumes of what a company stands for, what they do, what they believe in, and what they are willing, willing to do for its target end. I mean, their consumers. So companies are no longer um, interested in creating mediocre identities. You know, many brands today, if you, if you critically look at it, many brands today are keeping their customers more in focus, um, creating humanity-based services and products. I mean, you can attest to the fact that things aren't just what they used to be, you know? Like, businesses are, are doing more, much more than they used to. Like, so much more than they used to. So, like, they're, they're not just only building or creating humanity-based services and products. They are also building partnerships with the same customers who don't only want their needs to be satisfied, but beyond that. You know, because customers also understand what the brand truly stands for. And if their interest is indeed at, is at the heart of these companies. I mean, like me, for instance, if I want to picture something, I really want to make sure that the the brand actually has my interest really at heart. You know, if 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 the product or services actually resonates with me, you know, if whatever efforts they put into their product or services really, I mean, does come with love, like some sort of affection, like some sort of uh consideration for the customer. So seriously, the 21st, I mean, let me just keep using this way. The 21st century customers are not just any, any ordinary customers that we used to know, including myself and including you, my listeners. You know, so the 21st century, the customer is, is, is just much more than a customer, just a busy customer now. They are more than that. So the line has been drawn between company brands, what they provide, and their customers. You know, with the technology and the lines that's given companies an unprecedented degree of influence, many brands have become widely conscious and responsible towards the people, the community, and yes, also the businesses they serve. Because, you know, we do have business-to-business -business services as well, like, like the company where I work, I work with, 
uh, I mean my company, uh, Comment Comment Group. Um, so we are a business to business services. Um, so it is very important that you understand these basics of branding. Yeah. Now the challenge is is how ambitious small businesses and their owners um kind of aspire uh, to build brands that will highly serve influence and genuinely genuinely shape their markets you know looking at how um critical branding has become uh, has become key in businesses success today it's even more indispensable um that small brands do not just simply see themselves as as small brands but be prepared to or be prepared for explosive creativity you know be committed to significantly investing time and money in building their brands because honest, honestly um branding is not that cheap um at least it does come with some some cost some little cost but it's very rewarding it's very rewarding i was going to brush off what the 21st century brand means but i think i have i have to come back to it so um let's briefly let's talk about what a 21st century brand is okay as i think is very necessary i didn't give much explanation to it um earlier so let's talk about what a 21st century brand means so i already know that you know what branding is i i won't pretend that you don't know you know um but i just can't um I just can't ignore the fact that I have to ask this question. So I'm just going to ask anyway. So what is branding, really? Before we get into what a 21st century brand is, we really need to know what branding is, right? Okay, so branding is how uh, customers recognize and experience um, a business. So something simple, right? I think I made it very simple. So the process of building a recognizable a uh, brand and creating a memorable impression on customers is not just in simple words i mean i tell this to my clients all the time you know so building a brand that can be visible and that can be memorable and have some great extent of impression on customers is not just in simple words so the power of branding can influence customers behavior i mean build a solid reputation and also increase a company's profitability that's when i was talking about let's talk about the money because if you are well branded it pays that's just the word it pays so the 21st century brand has a combination of i mean all all, all i've just said all i've just mentioned and incredibly stands out from the competition you know it's called the millennia age like i just said mind blowing creativity like i mean disruptive storytelling i mean content these days on social media are just mind blowing i mean they are just they're just top notch like you 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 look at this and you're like really someone really created this someone really crafted this i mean did someone write this like I mean content these days are just are just super you know and the consistency in conveying the brand's message to the customer is also key so small businesses are not playing small anymore like 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 some few years back 
I could I could I could confidently even say that like some some five years back or some three years back. I mean small businesses are aren't playing the size anymore. You know, these small brands are headed, you know, they're headed by this fresh brains and extraordinary try for winning. Like, you won't believe it. I mean, some of us are getting old, so like we can't even keep up. I mean, these fresh brains are really creating are creating mind-blowing content, like building unimaginable brands. Like, it's unbelievable. Hmm? It's unbelievable. Even the pandemic, you know, COVID-19 has taught, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's still teaching businesses the importance of branding and what the customer truly needs at this point. You know, so it's not just teaching businesses or customers what matters and which brand is paying key attention to their needs. You know, that into first century brand um, is also cutting edge and thinking outside the box. You know, the logo, the brand colors, the hashtags, I mean, they are all good, but it's not enough. You know, staying relevant means defining the experience for your clients. Branding sets the tone and represents the voice of your customers. You are listening to The Ventures on Radio, everything business. So why do we brand? I mean, what's the true importance of branding? We can't um, have this full conversation without talking about the importance of branding. You know, seriously, you may have read some few stuff certain places, but seriously, let me tell you my true importance of branding. You know, so excellent branding is what every business should be employing in this challenging global situation as customers have become less sighted and less trusting um so like it's more like ending a customer loyalty today is is a difficult tax almost like starting a business all over you know so a brand's identity being the first thing a customer experiences it's important very important to create a memorable one you know, I don't know how many businesses try as much as possible um, to create memories for their customers than selling their product or their services to the customer. I mean, those are two different things, you know, selling what the brand is and making your customers experience what the brand is. Those are really two different things. I don't know how many businesses today are doing that. So in 2021 now, um, I mean, businesses can't really get away with bad branding. Hell no. I mean, even your clients will come at you. I mean, they will really come very hard at you. Like, this is really bad. You know, they will criticize every little detail all the time, especially on Twitter. So no matter how small the business is, no matter how small the business is, Businesses aren't getting away with bad branding anymore. So it's it's actually becoming very competitive, you know, to stand out, to build something different for your business. So like I just said, like I just said that um, a customer experiencing what the brand is, like having a direct experience with the brand and then um, buying what the brand stands for or buying into it is very different. You know, so that's that's almost like um, 
making you understand what the true importance of branding is. You know, basically, what most businesses do is getting customers to buy what the brand is, what the brand stands for. You know, but coming down to engage the brand, engage the customer, sorry, one on one. I mean, coming down to their level, I mean, to resonate with them, to to let them feel what the brand actually is, is missing. You know, so a company's brand actually plays a key role in offering customers guidance and conveying expectations of the brand's quality and support for their purchasing decision. So you see that if the customer has a direct relationship or experience with the brand, it is so easy to actually um, give the customer the, the guidance or convey whatever the brand's expectations are to the customer, you know, and and then and then the 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 complement the, the complementary is it's giving them the support for purchasing for their purchase uh, sorry their purchasing decisions. I'm fumbling a bit <laughs> for their purchase uh, again for their purchasing decisions. I'm human, right? So um I'm definitely bound to fumble sometimes. Okay, so let's 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 go on. So although um although other uh, other factors are also influencing a company's brand identity. It's also important, you know, um, it's, it's important, can't be overlooked. I mean, why we must, we must build a 21st century brand. It can't be overlooked, you know. And the customer now is exposed to many alternatives and open to options for better offering. Like I, like I said earlier, you know, the customer is now discerning, like, I mean, they're almost like having revelations. <laughs> like they have some sort of special sense that guides them through, through, through purchasing decisions. You know, so they're open to a lot of options these days because serious, like I'm saying, branding has become very competitive and there are so many fresh, uh, fresh minds out there building, I mean, creating innovative products and, I mean... The customer has more than choices. It has, it has, it has open, open options for better offering. So hence, creating customer awareness is one of the importance of branding. How many times have you tried creating customer awareness of your brand? I mean, how many times? You are guilty, right? So customer loyalty, you know, and product differentiation, unique identity, competitive advantage is some of the importance of creating of creating a 21st century brand. So some of the importance that uh, we of of creating a brand, a 21st century brand that will resonate with the customer, you know, and and give the customer a better uh, um, offering. Uh, and also uh, support their purchasing decision, you know, uh, product differentiation, unique identity, um, and then a competitive advantage. Okay, so here's the big bank. Hmm? <laughs> Making the major brand decision. I mean, what are the factors? What do you have to consider? What do you have to look at? 
how do you make the major brand decision? So brand success depends on many other strategic decisions. And for small businesses to win, you know, these decisions uh, must impact the aim of establishing a distinguished presence in their specific markets. You know, as yet, um, I have covered... Uh, I've covered the overview of um, brand development. Um, I mean, which compromise, which comprises of the image, the logo, the color, the content, etc. I mean, we talked about it previously. Like, um, so <laughs> I don't know if you are going to miss it, um, but I'm I'm just building upon it. Okay. Um, so um, the other brand decisions that you have to look at to make the major brand decisions are one, uh, your brand positioning, um, two, uh, brand sponsorship, three, brand name selection, um, four, brand development. And I mean, um, I wouldn't even dare go into details, <laughs> go into this details because we would not finish today. I mean, these four things I just mentioned are very, very detailed. I mean, like, um, at least I'm giving you the idea so you can do a bit uh, research on it by yourself. And if you feel like you want to engage me personally on any of those I just mentioned, um, don't hesitate to leave a message. Um, you can click on the episode caption link uh, and then you leave a message. Or you can also send a direct email to venturesome at gmail.com. Okay. Um, so, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it there. So I'm not going to expand on that, uh, on the decision list. No, I won't try it. Um, but to briefly explain what it means for a holistic brand to be built on these strategic decisions um, to project the company's image positively. At least I will do that. Okay. So a strategic decision is crucial to effectiveness. Um, and then a brand strategy consists of the approach uh, consists of the, uh, the approach companies utilize uh, to channel their brand. So consider the brand strategy as a blueprint um, for how the world should see your brand. You know, so some key questions to ask in establishing the basis of your, uh, of your brand, uh, again, <laughs> of your brand should be, uh, one, does the company or product need a brand? You know, it's, it's sometimes very important. You know, there are, some, there are some services and some products or some industry that doesn't necessarily need to build a reputable brand. Seriously. With or without it, they will still sell. But there are some that you definitely can do away with. So that question is actually very important. You know, does the company or your product or services need a brand? And then two, um, what should be the brand's name? I mean, a lot of funny names, like, <laughs> I'm sure you've probably even seen seen a few yourself, you know? A lot of really crazy, <laughs> crazy names, crazy brand names, like, you can't even phantom. Like, you ask, what the heck does this thing mean? And, see, unbelievably, like, it works for them somehow. But, seriously, a brand name should be very simple, Something that a customer, a customer can easily pronounce, easily remember, you know, and then easily, you know, identify when, when seen anywhere. So you should ask this question when you are 
choosing a brand name. What should the brand name be? Should it be reflective or unusual? Like I just said, most brand names these days are very unusual. They don't seem to be really crazy. They seem to be very crazy. I don't know. I don't know how, but it's serious. Most of them seem to be very crazy. Okay, so three, how should the brand be structured? As a manufacturer, um, a private brand or a licensing brand, etc. These things are very important. It's not just about getting the logo, getting your colors, and having some graphic designer do some designs for you and share them on social media. Nah, seriously. Your brand needs a structure. I don't know how many small businesses have a brand structure, but you really do need one. And then four, what strategy should you run? Every brand needs to have a strategy. It needs to have a direction where it should head, you know, and it should have an end, you know. It should also have um, some objectives, you know, and, and what it should achieve. So all these things group together uh, gives your brand a strategy to run with, you know. So year longer, like brand loyalty is vanishing because because of customers' alignment, like I just said, customers are very discerning now. So when making the best but tactical brand decisions, remember to keep it simple and unique. You know, shifting the orientation toward uh, brand clarity and simplicity. And then also helping customers to confidently identify with the brand and its offering. One that requires companies to indulge the new form or let me say the norm, and then rethink disruption. You know, it's also very important. So some small businesses can learn some tricks from from the leading brands. And that's why they are the leading brands, you know. They have been in the system for so many years. And, you know, brand building a brand is almost like a journey. You know, it's you keep growing, and then you keep rebranding, and you keep changing staffs, you know. So... Definitely, small businesses can also learn some few stuff from, from the leading brands. And then to help clients evaluate options, um, brands uh, brands should also describe their difference, differentiation uh, offerings and then benefits as well. For emerging brands and competitive small brands, the need to take a fix is also necessary. You are listening to The Ventures on Radio, Everything Business. For the motivation segment of the week. Today's motivation is a quote from Anthony Velodkin, founder of Hype Machine. Be undeniably good. No marketing effort or social media buzzword can be a substitute for that. Be undeniably good. No marketing efforts or social media buzzword can be a substitute for that. And that is all for today's motivation segment. You are listening to The Ventures on Radio, everything business. Now, let's talk about what would make a brand pay. What will make a brand worth the money? So building the most rewarding and uninfluential brand. 
what would it take? Would it take an influence? Would it take money? Um, would it take connection? Would it take a brand structure? Uh, what exactly would it take to build such a rewarding and an influential brand? Um, so a brand, a brand should be coercive. Um, it should also be consistent and not disconnected. And when I mean consistent and not disconnected, I mean that it should have a flow. Do you understand? It should have some sort of a vibe that does uh, that does not disconnect. You know, not like uh, maybe let me use an example as like uh, building a friendship or a network, and then you you connect for a while and then you disconnect yourself. You know, so um, building a rewarding brand and an influential one, you need to be consistent and not usually disconnect from the storytelling or from whatever it takes to build it and then it must also be compelling even when replaced so many organizations these days especially um, small businesses they suffer from what i call um, the multiple brand crisis yeah so it's like a total mismatch of what they portray to stand for um, a contrast between an intent and then a perception so their brand stories are not usually consistent and then lack a solid identity. So the way forward in a competitive yet challenging business situation is to be sticky and original. And when I mean sticky, uh, I mean uh, be magnetic. Let be drawn. Let, let things be drawn to you or attract things. So, you know, usually if something is original and authentic, it's, it attracts good things. You know, so be sticky for me, be sticky or be magnetic and original without leading customers down a confusing uh, identity path. So I know it's not as easy as it sounds um, because um, it's it's a lot of tax building a very rewarding and an influential brand. You know, uh, it, 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 it has taken a lot of companies decades to <laughs> to actually arrive there. So it's not something that um, can be achieved in a day or some months or in a year. But as I keep saying, like with consistency and without disconnecting and uh, with a cohesive, a coercive attitude, you would be able, you can achieve uh, such a rewarding brand. Okay, so nothing about growing a successful business brand is easy and cheap. I mean, it's not cheap. It comes with some money. It comes with time. It comes with some efforts. It comes with some designs. Uh, it comes with commitment. And it's not cheap. So there are millions of existing companies and emerging brands every hour of the day. I mean, I was telling someone uh, recently that the number of businesses that is birthed every second, I mean, every hour, is almost breaking the record of... Uh, how many babies are being born in a day worldwide? Because seriously, businesses are sprouting almost every second, anyway, like every corner of the world. And they are not just sprouting up. I mean, they are being competitive as well. Like like I said earlier, uh, millennials uh, uh, have this sort of uh, fresh minds, you know. Um, the, <laughs> the generations have... have uh, gradually improved drastically uh, and I mean they are so innovative they are disruptive um, they are committed to what they are doing and also they have this energy 
energy, you know, that compels them for a winning attitude. So it is, it is, <laughs> it is nothing that comes so easy or that comes cheap because, see, every day of the hour, every day of the hour, there is a new uh, emerging brand with a distinctive identity. Imagine somewhere, you know, sprouting somewhere in every corner with the same products and services probably you are also providing, you know. But I think, honestly, I think that a rigorous approach um, to building a rewarding and influential brand is doable. And here is how. First, one, let's look at being purpose-led, a brand that is purpose-led. Be purpose-led. So branding through crisis um, can be heartbeating. I mean, the pandemic is really hitting very hard. But having all the fancy, colorful content and brand identity resources is awesome. But without an ultimate purpose, aim, or goal, it all becomes a, a beautiful creative, just a beautiful creative. Businesses should define the goal for their brand, making it easy to achieve a brand success. So what, what is a brand beyond your profit? Like the first question I asked, how much is your brand worth? It's almost similar. What is the brand beyond profit? You know, so again, the reason for the brand's establishment is the core, the purpose that informs the brand's vision and mission and more. So defining the purpose doesn't only improve customers' loyalty. It creates customers' empathy and association. Even better, it improves your profitability. So just imagine, not so, like, let me just say it, perfect. A perfect brand. You know, sometimes we all lack, we we all all do um, make some blunt mistakes or some few mistakes, so it can be totally perfect. Um... But near perfect, it's okay. I mean, we are human, but near perfect, it's okay. So two, target-driven. You know, so a goal's destination is as important as the purpose itself. I mean, you can't have a purpose without a goal. You understand? So a brand's target is not the same as its customers or customer-focused. You know, it's let's let's understand in this way. It's like having a specific product in mind to purchase as a customer, right? And then that product directly featuring your preferences to highly satisfying the desire. Then we have another product which is also built for a specific customer with the importance of the customer in mind. Not for the brand. Not for the brand but built for the customer. So you get the two. One is actually built for the brand and one is built for the customer. So whom the brand is designed for is the customer the brand has in mind. So the target is basically whatever the brand creates for the customer with the customer in mind, not with the brand in mind. You understand? So if the brand uh, with the brand in mind, simply just means that it's just for profit. 
So whatever or how it benefits the customer, it's not important. I hope I'm making it clear, right? So the brand that creates or builds for the customer in mind is the brand that actually wins the customer's empathy and association and even improve their profitability because they will buy more. They will not buy more. They will also refer others to buy more. And others who will also refer others to keep buying. So it's very important defining the purpose. You know, so what is the purpose of your brand? Is it one for profitability or for the customer or satisfying the customer's needs? Which one is the goal? So choose carefully. Because if you choose profitability, it means that you are creating the product without the customer in mind. But if you choose satisfying the customer's need or the customer, it means that you're actually building your brand with the customer in mind. And that pays. I mean, it pays 100%. So choose wisely. And then three, customer focused. So understanding the current crisis or uh, understanding the current crisis customer. I mean, I'm trying to use the the pandemic to explain this. So um, I'm saying that in this instance or in this present that we are in, the customers now are crisis customers. So understanding the current crisis customer in quotes preferences. So if you understand the crisis customer's preferences and behavior, it is key to serving their needs endlessly. So if you understand that the customer has a crisis, you would, you would actually understand their preferences. So what does the what does the customer need at this moment? How best do we fulfill that need or how best do you fulfill that need? And then what should what should guide your principles towards offering that delivery? What should guide it? And then the customer satisfaction should not be considered normal. It should, it should never be considered normal because absolutely the customer is is beyond normal these days. I mean, like I, I keep saying, customers are, <laughs> I don't know, if I want to get the right word, the descending is, is even uh, limiting <laughs> their ability. I mean, the customer is so highly knowledgeable about the product you are even creating, the product and services you are creating, more, much more, way much more than the brand that is actually creating that product and services. You see, so we are not in normal times, you understand? We are not in normal times. And so, like, this moment being critical, like, like, the, like they say the infamous phrase, you are not in normal times, you know, and customer satisfaction should not be, should not be um, underplayed. I mean, it's, I don't know what to say, but sometimes when I look at certain products, I'm like, do they even think about this? Do they even consider who is even going to use, it? especially the beauty products? Like, 
for me, honestly, I'm not the beauty kind. Like I know I'm very pretty, so I don't I don't really bother myself with this buying this products to clear this to improve this and seriously because most of these products are just profit focused it's not customer focused you know they are just in to make the money and then they use a certain target of customers to promote the products so you you would think that this would actually work for you but but that product was not made with you in mind you know i see a lot of facial products these days and i'm like um, recently, I had a friend that used, I won't mention the brand name, uh, used, used a very popular product. And I mean, like, it's almost working for everybody on the page. And she went to try it. I mean, it's it's terrible. Like, her face has never been the same. And it's, I'm not sure it would, it would ever be the same. Because, like, permanent damage. Seriously, permanent damage. So if you have to choose this product... You know, you have to be very careful, you know, because most brands are not customer focused. They are profit focused. You know, they are profit focused. So if if you are a business owner and seriously, you really want to be profitable, the best option is to be customer focused, not profit focused. So for um, be tech enabled, you know, so technology enabled trends are addressing customers' preferences. And also allowing competitive brands to influence these preferences. So brands are also using technology to power their content and telling their brand stories. So be inspired, be connected, and get tech savvy. You are listening to The Ventures on Radio, everything business. So it's actually very important to make good use of, of technology these days and in telling your brand story, emboldening your brand, um, getting your customers inspired, getting your customers connected, um, it's it's quite actually very very simple and very easy these days. I mean, there are so many apps also that actually help simplify um, the usage of some of these uh, technologies. So don't forget to be tech enabled. So five, um, be narrative based. You know. Telling the brand story. So the best brands are storytellers. You know, so what is your story? What makes your story unique? You know, so it has never been cheap telling another story. I mean, like if you have to um, copy from somewhere and paste somewhere, then definitely it's, it's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you money. So it will definitely not be cheap. Um, Telling someone's brand story as your brand story. So consistency, uniqueness, and relatable content sharing go with originality. Originality, yeah? Today has not been a fair day to me. <laughs> Today has not been a fair, a fair day, so we'll call it a fumbling day. <laughs> okay, so to unify our brand components uh, with one shared brand story, um, how many customers make purchasing decisions based on statistics? I mean, no customer will waste their time going to find stats um, as to decide on whether to buy or not. They just relate directly to the story you are telling. You, you understand? And sometimes also, they also um, make decisions based on referral stories, referral statistics. Their friends decided, their friends did it. And then that is it. 
Oh, and these days, it's so easy to actually find these stats on customers, not in numbers, but in in comments. <laughs> in comments. So someone will review your product and give it a very bad rating, and another person will decide not to buy. You know, so emotional entreaty is the fastest way brands connect with their customers. Be nice to them, be kind to them. Um Offer them gifts, offer them discounts, you know, show them love. You know, so stories are the most powerful method for winning customers' hearts. So you go tell your story and make sure you tell the original story of your brand. You are listening to the Ventures on Radio, everything business. you for listening through to the end of the business of doing business show on the venturesome radio i mean that's a lot to say <laughs> it's it it was an amazing episode and i hope this episode of the business of doing business helped you to understand what better branding means and don't forget to rate or review our show on any platform you listen to boost our show's rating and kindly remember to subscribe too it's always been a lovely lot of lessons a lot of business strategies to learn on the venturesome radio please do follow venturesome radio on facebook for updates on upcoming programs and when new episodes air calling it a week have a fantastic weekend bye